welcome to the optional podcast episode 242 for friday january 7th 2021 happy birthday dad uh the optional podcast is a show all about video games and how they connect to the world around us my dad doesn't listen recorded each week from new york city and the bay and bounce around cables and satellites all around the world and right into your listening device of choice as always i'm paul tamayo and i'm joined by the one and only cam brewster bitch <laughs> get my t-shirt on there yeah yeah, yeah. uh or I just say, tell me when to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the only two things I know about the Bay. I I, I apologize. Yeah, same here. We're just dumb. <laughs> just, just dumb New Yorkers. Dumb. You know, um, the small town on the East Coast. You know, the tiny little... Sorry for all the noise in the background. My rice maker speaks to us in Korean. That's pretty cool. It sings. It's kind of nice. That's pretty nice. Like, get your rice, bitch. I'm burning. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really <laughs> cute. Like, I, I wish... I, I do kind of wish that like American appliances weren't so fucking stuck up. You know yeah. what I mean? I wish my air fryer would just like stop being so hardcore. Like I, I don't know. I, I feel like every appliance in the U.S. is like very rugged. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. cute at all. Not at like, all. <laughs> and like Korean shit, it's like no. Yeah, let's make it as cute as possible. Yeah, like let's like put a little avatar in there. G- give the pink. rice maker a voice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> Let it like beep and, and make little cute tones and stuff. It's great. Um, but um, yeah, I've actually been doing a lot of like research lately into, uh, for various different reasons that will go uh, unannounced slash hinted at. But mm. I've been doing a lot of like design research, like graphic design research. Um, we've also been kind of revamping a lot of the uh, fanbite thumbnails, a little bit of a little peek behind the curtain. We've been doing them kind of one by one. We uh we have a really we we made a really really cool one for um you love to see it, uh, um, which is basically is kind of a riff off of the old VHS covers. Love which that. I just I just put it in the chat. Our um our designer Sanam is brilliant, and she designed all the new is designing all of the new podcast ones. It's a new channel F thumbnail that looks really great. There might be a new optional thumbnail coming up, but I'm saying all of this because. I have been doing a lot of research into like specifically Scandinavian design, which I like, I think is a, has a pretty soft spot in my heart in terms of like, like just overall usability, legibility and like Mm. playfulness. And it kind of led me down a road of once again, looking at old, like 90s era tech and like translucent plastics and colorful, like different materials. And like, I really like, uh, I kind of resent Apple in a big way because I think once they started really making a big splash, a lot of that just disappeared almost like overnight, or at least it feels like it. Um, but yeah, I mean, like think of like Nokia phones and like cool yeah. like, Motorola phones. There's like, definitely a pivot in that like 06, 07 era yeah. of like tech, especially like uh, like portable tech. Um, right phones you know like everything just kind of started to look the same when remember the, yeah that like that nokia remember that nokia that stefan had it had like a big round bottom and it used to like swing up like all the numbers were in like a circle almost do you remember that oh, i don't remember that one i, have to, oh, I, have to look I that gotta one find that phone um yeah but like i feel like they were like trying weird shit right like yeah 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 i kind of hope that like you, I don't know if it comes by way of like Gen Z or or what, but I, I think I think it might because I think there is just in general. Oh, that's my rice maker. Can you hear it? <laughs> yeah, I heard. Wow, I'm gonna keep that in this, into the podcast this week. I was just talking about that. 
Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if it's going to happen by way of just like 90s Y2K era revival stuff, but I, I do feel like there might be a swing back in that direction just because, uh, I mean, Nokia still makes phones and they still look really cool and like really fun and bubbly and like vibrant. Um, you know, every smartphone at this point basically looks the same. Um, oh, that phone. Yes. Yeah, the wow. 30, uh, 3650 Nokia. Look that up. And That's like, a good phone. There was a cool looking weird shit. Like that, I yeah. feel like that was the cutesy era, right? Nokia is, is Korean, right? If I'm not mistaken. No, I think Nokia is Swedish or Swiss or Scan- some sense. Scandinavian. That yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know how we got here, but I'm kind of glad we did because I feel like I think there is, now that I have both consoles in my mm-hmm. living room, there, I, I still appreciate the sort of unobtrusiveness, the sort of like very quiet design of the Series X. I think mm-hmm. it's kind of like very elegant. And I, I still like the playfulness at the top with the holes. Sorry if you have, what is it, like tryptophobia or whatever. But um, I do like that, that green effect they did with the paint. It's like a practical effect. It's not light. I, I do like all that kind of stuff. And I like the fact that it's small, especially in comparison to the PS5. Yeah. The PS5 the, is monstrous, dude. But I'm kind of like swinging back over to liking the PS5 design again, even though it is monstrous and 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 kind of mm-hmm. overwhelming in, in a lot of ways. I, I do appreciate that Sony at least still really goes for it. Like, yeah. I mean, I think the original PS4 design is beautiful. I think the even the Pro and stuff and the redesign for the Slims. I think Sony has a really good... I mean, I, I'm also biased. I, I have a lot of Sony products, especially audio products. I mean, I love the mini disc. Talk about like fun cool plastic and lasers and i don't know just digital cool shit i think the you know the psp i still think is beautiful yep um but yeah i don't know i i i'm just all that to say uh i think gadgets and tech should just be more fun again i think um yeah like i, I, I want everything it. to look like a tamagotchi you know what i'm saying like yeah what, where where did that go where did right. that go where did we go wrong yeah. as a society yeah we um, used to we used to live in a country we used to dream yeah, we used to have hope. <laughs> we, used to have, we used to have a lot of hope tied to the Tamagotchis, man. Shit. I, yeah. I, I, I love that stuff, man. I wish I wish I had like the brain to like <clears throat> understand why it's appealing, right? Like yeah. you know, um I pr- I probably could look it up, but you know, I'm lazy. So I yeah, won't do, I, I mean, won't do that. I won't do it. It's just I'll like listen to a podcast on it. <laughs> yeah, I'll listen to a podcast. It's just like uh when a show comes out that was like a book. Not reading the book. I'm not going to read it. Not at all. Don't give not a shit. a chance. Um, well, speaking of stuff that we have been doing, Ooh, yeah. uh, let's, uh, let's jump into the show. Let's do it. All right. So, uh, wow. I have been a pro gamer recently. Um, I also have not had work uh, for a while now, mm-hmm. which I've had a lot of a lot of downtime. That's nice. And yeah, outside is on fire, so it's not really a good idea to go outside too much. So uh, I finished Halo Infinite, um, the campaign at least, mm-hmm. and I really liked it. I thought it was kind of it. It, it was getting to the point of me going like. 
all right, looking at my watch. <laughs> like, when is this going to be over? Where, yeah, where are we going with this? But it was getting to that point, and then the game was like, oh, oh we're done, we're done, we're done. We, we, that, that's it. You can go nice. back to multiplayer. And I was like, all right, cool. Um, and I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. There's still stuff for me to do out there, but I, I had I had wandered enough that I think I got my fill. Um, I might Maybe I'll go back to it when co-op comes out. I think co-op will be a really fun way to experience that from the beginning and just like go do all the bonus side missions and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. I'll save it for that. And I also finished uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is also another short game. Did you play? You played the enjoyed. original, right? I the played the original. Spider-Man. Yeah. PS4? Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad I spoke to my brother, George, because he, he told me, like, yeah, make sure you, play, you switch over to um, Performance Plus RT, which is, like, 60 frames with ray tracing. So they make some concessions with, like, how many people are on the street, which gotcha. doesn't really matter to me because you're barely ever at street level. Um, and a couple other things. I think maybe some like resolution resolution scaling or something like that. I don't know. I'm not fucking digital foundry. Go <laughs> go watch their videos. Um, and I did, and it it made a huge difference. Like it, it's unbelievable because I guess transitioning to the other game that I'm currently still going through, which I think I'm close to finishing, which also has a similar thing, and which makes sense because it's the same studio, Insomniac, uh, Ratchet and Clank: A Rift Apart does a really cool job of also implementing that feature of performance and ray tracing, which I think is like the way to play it because you're getting the silky smooth 60 frames per second and you're also getting like reflections and really cool, you know, lighting. And it's like, I'm constantly playing Ratchet and Clank. Well, first of all, I'm constantly playing it zooted. So it's already looking incredible, like at 4D. Um, And then I'm also playing it like on my big old TV with like the lights low and like, you know, with the HDR and, and all that stuff going. And it's like it constantly blows me away how far video games have come. Um, and I'm always constantly telling my partner, like, look at this mirror, look at this window, look at this, like, ship that, like, I can see my <laughs> reflection in and, like, look at the way the light bounces off and hits the fur. And I'm, like, just being that person is super, super fucking annoying. But for me, it's, like, it's kind of cool because it makes a big difference. Like, you know, right. I, I can distinctly remember the first time seeing... Uh, it's it, There was a really good Channel F episode recently where uh, Jordan and Merritt kind of... Uh, time travel back to 1991 and talked about the early days of like when the SNES and Sega Genesis had these new features like when Sonic was revolutionary and I remember that feeling revolutionary like same holy shit it's so fast yeah and like I remember the first time seeing 3D graphics well one of the first times seeing 3D graphics on a console at least with like something like Star Fox and being blown away that that you know pyramid was rotating like what the fuck is what's what's going on right now like knights for sake of saturn like yeah yeah that jump in like i don't know visual fidelity and shit was like crazy yo Um, for real so that is cool that you can like i I think that goes back to our conversation a a few weeks ago where we were talking about the matrix of uh what do you call that um resurrections yeah but what was the um Enter the Matrix? No, the new thing that came out recently where they would like... Oh, oh, the 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 demo. demo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we were talking about like that leap in like, all right, now we're actually going to start seeing shit that's like, uh, this is... I can actually see the difference, right? Like where you can actually show someone who maybe hasn't played video games and like, yo, this is like, look at this and then look at fucking, you know, Ratchet and Clank. Like this looks fucking sick. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I love when we actually get to that thing where you actually are living in the fucking future, which is kind of weird to think about, right? Like, cause I know. I don't know as somebody who like, you know, we, we play video games all the time. Our listeners, we play video games all the time. So it's, it's easy to like, let not see 
how dope this shit is, right? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, it's so gradual over time, but when you actually can spot it yourself, you're like, whoa, this is fucking nuts, man. Yeah, even when I was, um, you know, at home with my family, like just being children, me, me and my brother like hooked up the PS5 to my parents. Like they have a massive TV that, you know, we were definitely influential in them in them getting because they they don't care about 4K and HDR, but they have like this massive 65 inch TV that you know it's it's always fun to watch stuff on. So um, we we hooked it up, and you know the, the first thing we threw on was the uh, the Astros Playroom demo, and I like handed my dad the controller, who probably hasn't played a video game honestly since like maybe the Sega Genesis. Like mm-hmm. there was probably one day that my dad was like, "Let me see that real quick," and that was it. That was like the last time he ever touched a video game controller. Um, and, you know, just getting his live impressions on, like, the force feedback on the triggers and, like, the the, the vibration cool. and the sound coming from it. He was like, whoa, this is unbelievable. Like, I, th- this, is where, this is what you guys do now? <laughs> this is, like, yeah. this is what you're into nowadays? And it's like, Dad, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. You haven't even tried VR and stuff. Like, Yeah, wait till you put on a haptic suit for the VR. <laughs> yeah, wait till you play Rez on Shrooms, <laughs> <Right>. Dad. Um <laughs> That, so, but that's that's yeah. dope. That's like my wish for you know gaming. I, yeah, I think you made a really good point with like VR and stuff, and that's like a really like intuitive way of playing video game experience video games, especially for people yeah. who you know don't play them. Because um, holding a controller is fucking weird. Um, it is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And I I remember like when I talked to um this oh, wow it's gonna sound like such a fucking flex I remember when I talked to Tetsuya Mizuguchi a couple <laughs> of years ago um one of the things he had talked about was really enjoying the process of working in VR because it, it kind of removes the limitation of just focusing on a sixteen by nine ratio mm. rectangle and there's something really like like you said interesting about that right like a lot of folks I mean we don't perceive the world that way we perceive screens that way but there's something really cool and like different about vr and i'm excited because sony just announced the vr2 headset i think like literally last night or something at ces and uh for the so it's going to be compatible with the the ps5 it's only it's only going to require like one USB-C cable from what i read and i don't know if it's gonna like i'm I'm, i'll wait and see because there's probably going to be some sony exclusive that i'm going to want to play that i can't play on pc but that's that's not always been the case in the past. Like we've seen certain Sony exclusives comes come to PC. So I don't know. My current Oculus Rift S is might still be a little better in some ways. If yeah. I haven't like kind of compared the specs, but at least in terms of like what I could what I could do even on my like my work gaming laptop is, is probably gonna be obviously leaps and bounds over what a PS5 can do. But still, um who knows, right? Like, if, if maybe there's a cool enough idea there, I'll, you know, Sony's really good about doing that, like having like an exclusive that sells their hardware. I've been, I've but, been um, thinking about that as well for VR because I've been watching a lot of VR content. I'm like, damn, I, I really want uh-huh. in on that. And right now, this seems like the Oculus is the go-to um, yeah. in terms of like accessibility and just like ease of use. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's the clear choice right now. Um but I don't. I kind of want to get out of the Facebook. Um, I know. Like, uh, what do you call it? Like ecosystem. Like, I don't want to have to have another thing. I already have an Instagram, and like that seems like a lot for me already. Like, right. I don't know. I, I just want to get away from it. So that's the only thing kind of keeping me away from it. Like, yeah. No. I mean, I, I get it. I, I'm totally 
like with you on that one. Uh, it it kind of scares me where things are headed. Mm-hmm. Um, we we've we've had episodes about it on TFTK in regards to like NFTs and right. whatever the metaverse is going to become, and it it kind of scares me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Like this is the first time I always wondered when. I mean, this is kind of a side tangent off of the the gaming stuff, but it, it is kind of related. But I've always wondered when there would come a time where I would start to feel like, oh, okay, this is going some. Like, I always wondered when that point would come for me when, like, I would start to really disengage with yeah. you know technology in a real way, or like where the I don't know wherever the zeitgeist is headed because with with discussions of nfts and like the metaverse and all these yeah. like web 3.0 it starts to make me really weary about where things are going like i think i already think things are pretty fucked when it comes to like <laughs> the way we think about like video game content creators and where even that the 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 media space like the the one that we exist in like where that's headed because you know I, I I respect Twitch streamers. I think it's a lot harder than I think most people imagine it is. Like you yeah. have to be so fucking dedicated to it. You have to have a lot of like resilience and you know, it, it's tough. It's it's like it's not an easy thing, but I think having to like live within those constraints of a platform that dictates what you can and cannot do, mm. what you, how you can behave, the ways in which I think a lot of streamers Will just kind of go with whatever they're handed because that's just there that's just what the algorithm or that's just kind of what you know whatever the quote-unquote culture re- reacts to or responds to well and by that i mean like avoiding talking about yeah. tricky topics and like criticizing things in a very real way and like you know not kind of continuing to blur the line between influencers and you know journalists or whatever whatever content creators in general all that to say, um, I, I I totally get where you're coming from. Like I every day, I still think about like, hey, do I want to delete my Twitter? Do I want to delete <laughs> yeah. my Instagram? And nine times out of ten, I'm like, yeah, I think I'm headed in that direction. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Social media is kind of kind of weird nowadays. It's getting weirder. It's definitely weirder, and I think you're right. Like. I do ask myself like all the time, like, do I need it? Is it a net good? Is it a net good in my life in general? Right. Like, um, but I'm pretty good at just like not do like just kind of, you know, not opening it or, you know, not doom scrolling or anything like that, or not taking things to heart where like something that really bothers me. I just like whew, take a breath. And, you know, just kind of move on <laughs> with life. And, like, that's not great advice, yeah. but that's how I have to, like, deal with it to just be able to let that shit go. Because I have to be okay with, like, I remember when I, I forgot. I don't know if you deleted your Facebook first or I forgot how I just got influenced to delete my Facebook. And I was like, deleting my Facebook? I've had it since I was I a kid, basically, you know? like I know. But once I did, I was like, oh, this is doesn't mean anything, right? Like nothing changed in my life. <laughs> nothing changed. Yeah, nothing at all changed at all. Like it was just interesting to like have that anxiety and then just be able to like hit that button and, and be done with it. Um, yeah, I, I have a similar feeling towards Instagram. I mm-hmm. feel like ev- even just being able to scroll through my Instagram and, and like just with one flick of the thumb, just go all the way back like years ago towards like previous vacations yeah. and like old days where I was like on a set for something really cool and I met a really cool celebrity or something. And I was like, oh, this is a memory that I want to kind of 
hold on to and remember because like that's kind of where all of those go right mm-hmm. that, that's where you're sort of your your apprehension know. yeah so like i'm i'm a little weary about letting that go but then i also think oh i could just download all yeah, that put that shit on a hard drive and <laughs> just delete it yeah because like you know and, and i think there's a sense of i like keeping that space because my friends are also sharing photos of them with their kids and their families and mm-hmm. i can see my family so but then i also think like well i mean i could just like literally just keep in touch with them like you know just call them or right have some kind of correspondence so yeah it's got me thinking a lot about i mean this is such an interesting weird way to to get nostalgic about stuff but it has really made me reconsider my relationship and my sort of dependence on a lot of that and i know that um shout out to jeffrey on yeah. twitter who uh who tweeted at a, who tweeted at us a while back and like tagged us and everything and said that like listening to our show is is nice because you know it's a kind of a little, a little bit of a reminder to disconnect and I'm and I'm glad uh, because you know I think I've seen that conversation happening a lot especially on Twitter lately because Twitter can be such a toxic place Oof. that is full of people who are like criminally online <laughs> and do not know how to exist without telling you every yeah. like up every like minute of an update of their life like hey i mean it kind of goes back to like the old days of twitter and i was like i'm gonna go get pizza right. with cam yeah now because they used to be comics. like what are you doing and it's just like no <laughs> no don't, don't don't tell me please i don't care I what don't you're doing i don't give a fuck um so nowadays i'm kind of you know i i know how to like you said earlier i know how to witness those mm-hmm. signs and i know how to like respond accordingly yeah. and uh, i even saw austin walker talking about it um earlier today if you're listening to this on friday this is on wednesday damn austin walker i haven't heard that name in a long time i know I right hope he's doing and, all right shout out to austin yo shout out to austin <laughs> and and uh yeah kind of talking about this the same stuff and i was like it i think it is important for for a lot of folks to realize too that like it, it's tough to log off it's it's yeah. tough for certain people i think certain people also need social media and stuff for for work purposes or whatever but I don't know. I think, um, I, I listener, I'm gonna challenge you this week. Yeah. Um, to before you open up the Twitter app, before you uh, respond, before you open up TikTok, man. before like, you respond to somebody. Yeah, exactly. Like if you see a tweet that you're like, oh, you didn't like Spider Man. Well, <laughs> guess what? But, right. If somebody like, uh, don't get baited too. Like a lot of that shit is bait and a lot of it really does work on me but i have to clear out my drafts all the time man because i'm like you know what i don't need to why do i need to explain anything to this person who's clearly trying to bait me it worked right i didn't hit send you know what i'm saying yeah (laughs) and and, uh you know it's like if before you like fire off that spicy tweet or that joke you think is real funny or that you know Mm -hmm. whatever uh I, I I'm grateful that sometimes most of the time when I'm about to fire off a stupid ass tweet when I'm zooted and I'm like, yo, is this funny? I show it to my partner. She's like, no, nah, that's trash. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, you're right. And then I'll put it away. I'll put it down. But um, I I myself I I myself have like kind of taken mm-hmm. really long breaks from Twitter because I just know it's not great. Right, like yeah. it's so funny how I'll log on one day and be like, what's everybody mad about? And it's right. like, oh, okay, well, doesn't affect me at all. Um, anyway uh i guess it kind of links it kind of connects to what i'm also the last thing i'm playing which is uh surprisingly enough i know this is going to come come as a shock to some folks but now that i have a ps5 i'm trying to play all the games i kind of missed out on that have ps5 upgrades 
and that are crucially like not online video games. Nice. Um, for reasons I've already mentioned. And uh, yeah, I started playing Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade, which is like the PS5 upgrade, and uh, got the DLC for it because my partner up until recently was like, oh, now I can finally play the, the DLC. Um, but I first said, oh, why don't I play the the first part? Because I, I have been interested in it. I kind of ignored it when it came out because I just didn't have the interest or the brain cells to like think about that game on a deeper level. But it is the only Final Fantasy to date that I have completed the original, at least. Right. Um, I spent a lot of time at uh, Kotaku in, in Tim's orbit, just kind of absorbing random Final Fantasy VII <laughs> trivia <laughs> by nature of, you know, just Tim being like a, a Final Fantasy VII scholar. Like an encyclopedia. Um, encyclopedia ass mother. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then playing it, playing the remake has been really cool because, first of all, even on the PS4, it looked unbelievable. Yeah, the game's gorgeous. Yeah, so I'm playing it on PS5 now and having a really, really good time with it. But it's also kind of cool because I am very curious to see... I was talking to actually a friend of the show, uh, Renata. Shout out to Renata. um, About, you know, we kind of talk regularly about what we're playing and stuff. And I mentioned I was going to consider playing that one again. And she had told me like, oh yeah, it's really cool because it's it's playing with what Seven originally was. And I, I know a lot of, this is not news to a lot of people, but for me, it's interesting because especially lately with all of like the climate stuff happening yeah. and like um, just, you know, I'm very curious what it has to say in our modern day world. Because it is um, like fleshing out those characters a bit, right? Like, yeah. Because yeah. I remember, I guess around the time this came out last year, right? Um like towards the beginning of the pandemic, right? If I'm not mistaken. I think it was or maybe like the, right, the year before, like right before like 2019. Was it 2019? I think it might have been. Oh, I feel like... Yeah, anyway, but um, I feel like... Uh, you oh, know, you're right. It was 2020. It was bad. 2020, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like that, uh, you know, the the uh fear when this was coming out before this came out you know was that like you know they really weren't going to talk about like what they were actually doing and kind of making i guess it wasn't like really fleshed out in the in the the uh the original and it was very 2d um the characters at least were very two-dimensional and like you know uh especially when it comes to like barrett and his ties to like a terrorist organization and stuff like that and I, I'm I'm actually curious to see like where you where you land on all this stuff because I haven't played it myself so I have it downloaded yeah so. I mean I'm I'm very curious because I I mean Barrett is still a fucking walking stereotype <laughs> that has the fucking Robert Downey Jr. voice yeah. I stand by that t- it's still like one of my mo- my more popular tweets talk about the toxic hellhole that is social media yeah I had to mute that thread because like months later I was st- I recently a few months ago got a, a response a response to it from some jackass who was like oh i'll get him um because people got mad that i said that he sounded like robert downey jr from thunder but he does he does yeah so um you know that's still a a, an issue for me but um yeah i think it's interesting i think it's interesting hearing like him talk about like oh you know like where the planet's crying out and like you know it's it's in pain and and there's a point in or very I'm still very early into the game, mm-hmm. which by the way is very complicated in a way that I was not prepared for. Like I thought I could play that game zooted. I have to be like stone cold sober with coffee to play that game. I feel like I'm 
in, ter- in terms of like forklift. story or like just gameplay 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 okay because gotcha. it's like because you're controlling cloud and you can also control the other characters and you have to like i mean i kind of got a little bit of it like baby's first rpg with it with the guardians of the galaxy because each character has their own move set and stuff but it's very very basic there's no there's no kind of like rock paper scissors game oh, okay, happening gotcha. in the way that it's happening with final fantasy in addition to like managing everybody's you know mp and their whatever they call it the ab gauge or whatever it's called and yeah there's a lot of there's a lot more at stake here but i'm like oh cool this is kind of fun this is kind of tapping into my like you know this is me ripping it on a track in a manual shift in a manual <laughs> transmission like having to be really aware of everything which i like um but yeah there's there's also a moment earlier on where he's on the train and he's talking to like these you know business people who are kind of defending shinra or whatever and like the just the, the the way things are you know mm-hmm. just kind of like i think that's interesting especially nowadays having lived or living through covid i'm talking about as if it's fucking past tense we're going to be living with this forever now because people just didn't want to fucking you know be responsible um and, we're, and so it, it's got it's kind of got me connecting the dots in that sense which i don't know if i mean they obviously had no idea this was coming but there is a sort of like interesting parallel to the real world that i'm seeing where like you know obviously on again on social media or or wherever in the news or even maybe it's even in your own families like people who are like afraid to rock the boat and happy to like kind of just be a part of just just happy to be here just happy to be here on this train in this fucking post-apocalyptic hellhole where i just have to do this to make money right and uh, this, it's interesting. It's, it's it's like you know. I don't think they were intending it to land the way it did, <laughs> right. but it, it just At that's the time, just the nature yeah. of yeah. It's just the nature of things, right? Yeah, I think even you know if even if we didn't have uh, a fucking global pandemic on our hands, we we things would still be pretty dire. But yeah, it took you know over seven hundred thousand people dying in this country alone for us to be like, oh wow, maybe we should listen to so. And and then on top of that, the CDC is just like, hey, you know what, guys. Get together. Just, I don't know. Just fucking figure it out. <laughs> Dude, just it, smoking a cigarette it'll outside. Be right. I don't fucking know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. So uh, Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, actually, so far, I'm having a good time with it. I'm, I'm actually glad that you're you're playing that, and you're making that your one, right? Like that's that's your Final Fantasy, which I I, love. I guess it is. I guess <laughs> it is. And I, you know what? Maybe I'll hit up Tim. Maybe we maybe we'll have like a Final Fantasy in depth. Maybe once like the other parts come out, because I don't know if I have the en- the mental energy to do that right now, but. Yeah. If if Tim is nice enough to jump to jump on the show, that'd be cool. But um, speaking of old yeah, shit, tell me, like, yeah, I, t- tell me about this. I'm, I'm playing some old shit, man. Um, so I was like, I remember like a, I guess it was like two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, we were talking about like falling out of love with our Switch and just finding a reason to play it. And um, I've been still on that journey to like find a thing that I can play. And Smash has been that, I guess. You know, I'm picking it up here and there and playing but i don't i don't play it for long like i'll play one or two matches and hop off but um i was just looking in the store the other day and i see star wars knights of the old republic and i was like no fucking way because i missed out I, i missed out on this game completely i guess it was on what xbox um the original xbox yeah same um i didn't have one so i missed out and i've been on a star wars kick you know like boba fett's out so I've been like, let me let me hop back into that world. And I must say, like, I'm enjoying the shit out of this game. It's it's um like a 
light RPG, I guess. I don't know how really in-depth it goes. I'm only about like four hours in. Um, I played like really long the other night. Like I stayed up pretty late just trying to work it out. But it's very similar to something I've also been playing, which is Mass Effect. And I realized yeah. like how modern it still it feels. Like graphically, it looks, you know, old, but it feels like... I don't know. It just feels really good. Like they nailed it in Kotor. Like the the fighting is really fun and um, specking your character is really fun. Um, the world seems alive, oddly. Like, you know, you, you can talk to pretty much everybody. And it, it's, it's so bizarre to like kind of look back in time. Like I feel like it's, it's just a direct port. So I don't think they've upgraded anything. Hmm. But... Um, yeah, I was actually like kind of caught off guard at how like good it feels. Um, the combat is just like you know it, it like auto locks and you just like you know it it auto like if you have a sword or something you select like attack it'll all keep attacking until either you switch the move or um, you like run away or something like that. Mm. But um, you're controlling your character like with the joysticks. Um, which is nice. So it's like real time fighting, but also like you're selecting moves um, and you can have a party, which is kind of cool. I only have one character in my party, so I don't know how it's going to feel when I have like, uh, I guess you can have like up to four or five. It seems like. Um, hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like if you have any experience with this game at all, like, um, but I remember wanting to play this shit so bad when I was a kid. Um. Yeah, I I I had missed it too when it came out, which is surprising because I feel like it, you know I, I don't think I was in that RPG like headspace back then. I was like, fucking Halo, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to fucking throw a plasma grenade. Yeah. Um, so I missed it altogether. But I have heard. I mean, it's on everything at this point. It's on like phones. It's on yeah. Switch now. I guess it's like it's kind of hard to not be able to play it, but um. How, how is like a lot of this like the story stuff? Because I feel like that's where folks really um, go, go go to it for. Yeah, it, it, it's it's kind of like I, I think that's where it's lacking. Like, I, well, at least it, that's where it shows its its age. Um, mm. Because, well, I mean, thinking about it now, it, it's pretty much on par with Mass Effect, right? Like, you're making these very shallow decisions that like uh, let you scale light or dark side. And a lot of times I'm like, why would I ever say some shit like this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you, um, you come across like somebody getting beat up by a Sith uh, agent, you know, like a, a, a Sith foot soldier. And they're just like shaking him down for money or some shit. And then you're like, you step in and you save him or you don't. Right. Like it gives you like those granular choices like, oh, save this person or mind your fucking business. And that's cool. But then like you'll talk to the person, you'd be like, oh, thank you for saving me. And then. You'd be like, you'll have the choice to be like, yo, run your money. And it's like, wait, what? Like, why would I? Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like, do the same thing that these people were just doing to them. Like, or threatening to kill people, like, constantly. I'm like, is that all that Sith are? Like, I, I was expecting <laughs> a little bit more from that, I guess. Um, especially, like, having ingested so much Star Wars content, you know, over the years. Like, they've expanded on what the Sith were and listening to like different podcasts and stuff like you know the star wars good and bad has now gone to more of a gray area i think that people are exploring and 
I feel like the game, this game doesn't explore that at all, at least right now. Um, I guess you can pick like a very middle of the road path, but I don't know. It, it definitely leads more to like, oh, I'm good. This is bad. You know, like I kill, I don't kill. It's it's just very, I don't know. It seems very uh, black and white. And that's kind of like disappointing. But also it's like, I don't even know how old now, like 15 years old game. Damn, really? <laughs> I guess so, right? Like it would have to be. Jeez. Yeah, so I don't know. Like I, I am actually enjoying it, so that's good. I'm actually playing my Switch, so I'm, nice. I'm not gonna put um I'm not gonna you know discount it for that. But uh yeah, like I'm gonna keep playing. I, I think it's it's really good. Um keep- yeah, I'm I'm curious to see like yeah, because I mean, did did you uh did you finish any of the Mass Effects on your most recent playthrough? Oh yeah, I finished uh, Mass Effect one. And I just, I'm, I'm playing through two. So that's like my nightly game. That's the one I play like once my partner goes to sleep, like I'll play that for a little bit. But now like I've been playing Kotor, which is kind of nice to like get out of, wow. get out of the Mass Effect world. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but I'm like, I'm not really loving Mass Effect 2. Yeah, you did. Uh, okay, you did, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've kind of put it down since then, but yeah i'll i'll finish it at some point i feel like i'm like not in a rush like when those games first came out earlier this year oh last year now jesus christ uh <laughs> <laughs> uh when it when the yeah when the mass effect trilogy came out like i felt like oh i want to get through this i want to get to the end and like you know revisit these games now i'm just like nah when i get to it when i when i'm in the mood i'll, I'll play it but, yeah that's how it should be right I, i'm i'm i've been similarly trying to re reignite certain sparks for things mm-hmm. like talking to you about marvel stuff has kind of got me re-excited about marvel stuff and i i talked about it, i think last week yeah. but especially after seeing spider-man which which you know i know a lot not everybody loved i happen to love it i think it's like a perverse again my short summary of it is it's perverse ip <laughs> circle jerk yeah which is which is you know wild but listen, I'll get my joy wherever I can find it nowadays in this hellscape we live mm-hmm. in. Um, so I picked up Loki again and I'm, I'm a little more than halfway through it and I'm like, fuck, like I, I was sleeping on this. It is, it's good. And I hear Hawkeye is also just as cool. So um, it is just, you know, it, sometimes it is kind of, and I, and I started watching, I started trying to get back into Star Wars shit because I, I think the last thing I watched was probably the most recent season of Mandalorian and then I kind of like, I missed Bad Batch and there was something else that came out. I missed the anime you know, the, uh, that was cool. It wasn't great, but it was cool. The visions. Yeah, I watched the first one. Yeah, Star Wars Visions. It was kind of neat. Um, and I kind of like that. It's it's kind of come full circle. That like, cause so much of Star Wars is inspired by Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. That it's like, yeah, why not have a fucking samurai Jedi guy or whatever? <laughs> um, so yeah, it is kind of fun. Also, just remembering some of that. You know why you like that stuff instead of just almost feeling obligated to like it. Yeah. Um. And Kotor seems like a good idea, especially like with all of the re, um, the sort of like everybody re uh, investigating the parts of Star Wars that they like. Because right. now it's it's kind of getting to a point like with Marvel where you're like, why the fuck do I like this again? Right, <laughs> you know? right, right. And I, I think it is really good to take you know take a relook and and kind of exp- expand like the I don't know the. I saw a really funny tweet today um, <laughs> that it was like a side by side 
of the Boba Fett, like a Boba Fett scene. And it, it, it was basically like a flashback of um, Boba Fett as a kid after his uh, father, Jango Fett, got his head chopped off. And, you know, in Clone, I think it's Clone Wars. No, no, it's uh, Attack of the Clones. Um, he like picks up the helmet and they show that scene again. But obviously it's changed, um, you know, because they, oh, really? they reshot it. Um, well, they, I guess they re they did the background over and like someone was complaining about like that the, the bodies were in a different order and that they removed the carcass of that big dinosaur thing. And I was just like, I fucking oh, hate Star Wars nerds. Like I hate people who are fans <laughs> of things like you stop doing that shit. Like I love things too, but like Jesus Christ, like shit, Chill shit like out. that, like really zaps it for me. But like, you know, when you. When people start talking about it in a deeper sense, like I get a lot of joy out of that. It feels like there's, it's breathing new life into it, even if it's like, you know, just a thought process, right? Like, what were the Sith really up to? And like, why do they do this? What, you know, like, I like thinking about that stuff. And yeah. You know. um, the other thing I've been playing, um, I started playing yesterday. Just it's the new um, free PlayStation game uh, this month. It's, Deep Rock Galactic, and mm. this goes all the way back to when we went to E3, yeah, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. the first time, I guess, uh, 2017, 2018, something like that. Um, that was 2017, yeah, yeah, because I had the switch, right? Um, we went to like uh, the Xbox um presentation, and we saw that, and we we're like, oh, that looks fucking cool, and I just never heard anything <laughs> after that. <laughs> Yes, yeah, um, and this game actually came out. Uh, I guess it's been out for a while. Um, yeah, I just was not up on game about it. But uh, Deep Rock Galactic, it's like a mashup between uh, Minecraft and like um, a Left 4 Dead or Back 4 Blood, where you play co-op or single player, I guess, uh, with your friends, and you play as these um, dwarves who are in space and they're basically mining resources from like asteroids and and this planet that's full of like this alien species that's like bug-like and you're just like getting materials and bringing them back to your ship and it lets you do all like the little rpg stuff with like getting perks and upgrading your weapons upgrading your armor cosmetics and all that shit uh you get percocet <laughs> yeah you get some perks uh <laughs> Yeah, and I've been playing that with like my friends who I usually um, like play Apex with and, and stuff like that, and it's actually really fun. Like I'm actually loving it. So like the the minute to minute gameplay is just basically you, you uh, drill down into this planet, like you drop off your ship into it like a big ass drill, and you get out and you have to like get a specific type of resource. So like they'll say uh, <clears throat> mine this much gold, and you do that. And every once in a while, you'll get, like, rushed by a bunch of, like, uh, waves of bugs and stuff. And it's, like, Left 4 Dead in that way. And you're just, like, you know, jumping around. And, like, it's just really chaotic and fun. It's very basic kind of formula in that. But the game is fucking gorgeous. And I think it just has, like, a lot of replayability. Because I think I'm pretty sure, like, the dungeons are procedurally generated. So, like, everything, you know, feels different every time. And you're not just doing the same thing all the time. Like, sometimes you have to uh, gather, like, bug eggs or something like that, like uh, these, these alien eggs, and bring them back to the ship. Sometimes you have to, like, um, set up these pipelines, which is the, this is the best level we played. But um, there's these, like, geysers full of, like, this um, liquid material that they need. 
um, to bring back to like the the ship or whatever. And you like set up these pumps on each of the the geysers. And then from the ship that you drop in on, you have to like set up these pipelines to it. So you're like literally like uh, see like a blueprint of the pipeline and you like set it up in different ways and you have to clear obstacles to get them through and like bend them certain ways. And then you have to like fix them as the aliens. But like it feels like you're actually in a like a crew of like working like uh armageddon or some shit right like it's like whoa 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 it's gonna blow like that type of shit like (laughs) (laughs) whoa 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 it's gonna blow yeah it it feels like that it's really chaotic it's super fun like we had a fucking blast like i haven't laughed like that in a really long time and uh just like you know trolling your friends and like burning them and shit and just different classes it's, it's pretty good i'm not gonna lie yeah i remember playing this um when it first came out in like early access on my PC. And I remember thinking like, oh, this is a really cool idea. I, it was a game that like you mentioned, I had my eye on since first seeing it at the E3 reveal. I think it was when they un- unveiled the, was it the Xbox One X? Yeah, I think so. Or was that, I, I think so, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I remember thinking like, oh shit, like Xbox is kind of tight, like especially with the Game Pass stuff yeah. happening. I think they had announced like a lot of backwards compatibility shit. And I was like, oh, that's when I started to scratch my chin and go, huh, I think uh, I kind of saw what they were doing, like laying the, down the early groundwork for what they're currently kind of experiencing now, which I think has been somewhat successful for them. Anyway, uh, so when I first played the early, the early access version on PC, I thought like, oh, there's a cool idea here, but I think it needs to be like fleshed out a bit yeah. more. So I'm going to kind of wait and come back to it and circle back to it. And which I feel like was the right call because I, I, I have been seeing this game pop up more and more on my timeline and like on just various feeds of mine that makes me kind of want to revisit it. And even more so now that you mentioned that it's uh, kind of like Minecraft in a sense, because I have been craving a Minecraft experience and I don't know if I I don't know if that experience is necessarily Minecraft itself yeah. because I think um, for me uh, I was asking my partner about this uh, recently about like hey would you ever want to play like Minecraft or like you know maybe join a crew like maybe just play a, a few of us or like four of us or whatever however many people and my partner was like yeah but I just don't like the aesthetic and I think that might be a lot of it for me is that like I don't know if I necessarily love that aesthetic uh, as much anymore but yeah hearing that this is also a bit of like back for blood and stuff makes me like oh maybe maybe I do want to come back to this because there is something like this that I could use in regular rotation that's just not Halo yeah. it's not always like oh man I went 12 and or I went you know 3 and 18 yeah. I'm, I'm doing horrible I, I feel like I, I, you know I play a lot of Apex and I just need to like not worry about doing good this, there's so much um, weight and is especially in, in Battle Royales but even in like just oh, yeah. regular deathmatch games of like Halo and shit like there's so much um, pressure on doing well and in Back for Blood like which I play a lot of now is um with my friends and this game now like we can just kind of clown around right like it's not super serious and um it's actually really fun when you're doing bad right like it's it's hilarious when you're getting murdered by zombies or these bug things you know so um yeah I, I don't know like I don't know what experience you might land on, but this is a cool one to check out. It's 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 pretty cool. I don't know if you can do like couch co-op though, um, and I don't know if it's crossplay. So, yeah, no, I don't. I don't think my uh, 
I don't think my partner would want to play this anyway. Yeah. But I, but it like for me at least it's been kind of like I'm, I don't know. I it might be on Game Pass. I don't know, but I, I probably may. If it is, I'll probably check it out that yeah. way. Although you said it's free on PS5. Yeah, it's the PS5 so. um, free game this month. So, you, I mean, might as well just download mm. it. True. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to have PS Plus anyway. I mean, or so just add it well. to your your, your um, library. Library. Yeah, that's what I do. I, I yeah. don't play none of them free shits, but I have them. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, got them, Just in case, like, my nephew comes over or some shit. He's like, what's that? You want a game? Here. <laughs> Here, play fucking Roblox. I don't know. What are, what are you fucking like nowadays? Um... All right, cool. So, yeah, moving on to um, the non-game pick for the week before we jump into questions. Um, this one is this one's kind of interesting the way it kind of came across my radar. My uh, my partner was uh, had had found out about motorsport anime and and thought you know bless her heart thought it would be a cool idea to to put me mm-hmm. on and more specifically like back in the day I, I guess at the height of like. Uh, Ayrton Senna's dominance and Michael Schumacher's like that era that sort of like the late 80s 90s 2000s early 2000s maybe um, there were some like really cool collaboration slash tribute illustrations that were done for F1 in particular and there's some really cool like illustrations of the Dragon Ball Z characters and F1 cars and shit like specifically with like Shonen Jump mm-hmm. so naturally it led her down a path of finding anime that were not just initial D or the ones you've heard about that involve cars. And uh, she put me onto one called F. It's just called F, the letter F, which is impossible, was almost felt impossible to find like that streams. That is terrible of, but, SEO right there. Right? F anime. <laughs> and then it's like, I got some weird stuff too, which listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing yeah. it. I'm just saying Same. that also didn't help make things easier. Um, <laughs> In fact, you might say it made certain things harder. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, that was a really horrible joke. Love, that was like a I Michael like P. Hines yeah, joke. Yeah, that was... Yeah. Yeah, that was um, so, anyway, I, I finally allegedly find a way to watch this because, like, it's not really available, as far as I know, mm-hmm. anywhere because the rights have expired or whatever, whatever. But there are, like, fan translations online that allegedly that you can find, allegedly. And I have been watching it, and I'm only, like, two episodes in. But it is my particular brand of bullshit. Oh, it nice. is that late eighties, early ninety, early nineties, hand drawn, everything hand drawn because it had to be. Um, so everything looks amazing. Like the animation, obviously, isn't as smooth as as it is nowadays. But everything has this like texture to it. Mm-hmm. That even something like Initial D, while I can appreciate what it was going for at the time, it it, it is kind of neat to see like where they were going with these like three D models of cars and how it actually makes them look like these really cool alien, you know, things flying down mountain roads. This one is eventually, I'm assuming, uh, which I've learned, the main character becomes a Formula One driver himself. Um, And it starts off like really zany. It's like a comedy anime. It's like super over the top. Like he's racing, you know, sports cars in a tractor in the first episode. So it's that kind of like very, very over the top humor. Um, I've been having a really good time with it because it reminds me of some of my my personal favorite anime, which are like, you know, GTO and some of those earlier 90s anime that like didn't take itself too seriously. And, and you know, there's probably going to be some bullshit in here that I'm going to like, yeah. just, you know, it's going <laughs> to run me the wrong yeah. way. Or it hasn't aged well. It's going to be a fucking Mexican character named like, I don't know, <laughs> Pepe, who's like a, who's a, just a stereotype. Who knows? Um, 
so but so far the first few episodes I've, I've watched i've like really been enjoying and it got me like really curious about even just going back and in addition to the kind of headspace I've, I've been in recently with things like halo and ratchet and clank and final fantasy 7 it's got me like rein, reinvigorated and in, in wanting to like go back and watch older animes or maybe even older an, like animation series or cartoons that i that i used to watch uh but yeah f is the name of the anime. It's going to be kind of tough for you I'm to look, find I've it. been looking for it since you started talking about it. Can't find it. I I have a, I may, allegedly may have a link to it that works, but it but you I just I'm just going to say you're definitely going to want to have your ad blocker installed. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. 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 Um, because uh, I just want to know about it. it. I don't even need to see it. I just want to know. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 pretty cool. It's pretty cool, and it's and it's got that again. It's got that particular 90s uh, anime aesthetic that i love even though i think it was like i think the mid to late 80s when it came out okay but, um yeah that's my non-game pick for the week how about you mine is a uh they they connect to one another um because you know here at the optional we try to we try to expand our, our uh activities right so um that's right we've been trying to you know stay unfortunately like omarion's out there and We've been staying inside a lot, um, mm-hmm. but that leads to us finding new TV to watch, um, which I love to do with my partner. That's like our, our bonding time is like TV. Um, so I'm sure you've heard of this show by now, but uh, the show called Yellow Jackets, right? Um, yeah, John told us about it, remember? Yes, John did tell us about that, and I forgot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot. I was like, I know about this show somehow. Um but yeah, it's been, you know, people have been loving this show. Um, it's about uh, these, uh, the soccer team from the 90s, I guess. Um, yeah, early, early to mid 90s. Um, they go to like the state championship. It's a girls' soccer team um, in high school. They're like seniors or whatever. And they go to the world champion, uh, the state, what do you call that? Uh, nationals. Um, mm. championship. It takes place in like Jersey, by the way, which is kind of cool. Ugh. So the- <laughs> shout out to Jersey, man. Don't shit on Jersey. Shout out to Jersey. <laughs> um, yeah. So their the schools in Jersey. They're going to national. So they take um one of the girls on the team. Like their dad's rich, or whatever. So they take like a private jet um to nationals, and along the way, tragedy strikes, and the plane goes down, and it. The show is about, um, you know, them kind of surviving in this wilderness and it jumps from like when they were kids all the way to bat now, present day, 2021, uh, when they're adults in their 40s and, you know, they keep thinking about the time, um, like the the events that took place uh, along along these, well, they were apparently a, a gone for two years, uh, just about. Um, I think it was like 19 months, they say. They were uh, missing, and they were finally found. But it seems that there's some crazier shit going on in the background. Oh, so, like, a polar bear maybe, maybe there's some polar bears. Maybe there's some murder. Maybe there's some fucking paranormal shit i don't know what the fuck is going on in this show but i must say i like i only bring that up just because we 
have been watching the show and I, we're not like loving it like everybody else is. I'm like, what the fuck? There's something so disjointed about it because interesting. Um, the stuff that I do like is like when they are getting really creepy and like there's a little bit of murder mystery going on. You don't know who's alive in the present day. You don't know what happened to this character. Like they keep rolling out characters slowly. You're like, oh, this person did survive. So maybe that person's dead now. You know, so stuff like that. I love that stuff. But where it loses me is that it throws in this like random humor in these sl- side plots. Like, you know, the present day uh, mom or, you know, and her shenanigans. It's like you're taking me out of the story so far. Like, it's, it's just it's just weird. I don't want to give it away, but there's like a, a couple of plots that happen. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck about any of this shit. And it's too light. Like, it just feels so... It feels like a completely different show. And I don't know if that's on purpose or not, but I'm not loving the show so far. I'm going to try to finish it. Huh. Um, and it, the reason this leads into my um, other pick, which is a real life thing, is that we went on a hike the other day and we went through the woods a little bit. So here in San Francisco, uh, they have the Golden State Park. What's they have oh. they have woods. They have a lot of nice, <laughs> beautiful, big ass trees out here, bro. I believe it. Uh, a lot of redwoods and shit. Um, but uh, what do you call that? Uh, Golden Gate Park is like uh, big ass, like Central Park esque park. Maybe bigger. I don't know. Who cares? Um, but they have like all these different trails where you can like go to the edge of the water and like see the bridge and like um, go to what they uh, this is a place called the Sutro Baths um yeah i've been you've been yeah i didn't know that yeah yeah when when we went to san francisco in like 2011 jesus christ holy shit I didn't um know yeah we went to the gold yeah that 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 park is gorgeous yeah uh the sutro baths were like really amazing fucking um, wild yeah so cool so fucking cool but like going to the hike and it was exactly what we needed and it made us feel like we were in like yellow jackets <laughs> We're like oh, nice. high as hell on this hike. Um, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Wait, no, it's legal. Well, it's here. legal yeah, there. Yeah, it's legal there. No, but it was, it was really nice to get out. Like, we were definitely not prepared to hike, right? Like, we were like, oh, let's go on a, like this walk. Let's go to the Sutro Baths. And then they were like, oh, this path leads to it. We had like nice sneakers on and shit. And it was like kind wow. of treacherous, to be honest. Like, it was not, <laughs> you got to come a little bit more prepared. Got to wear your boots um yeah uh but it was really dope um the views were beautiful um the weather was just like perfect that day um a little rainy but it was just like just picturesque views i say that to say get out of the fucking house if you can if you live in a place with a park or some shit go see that shit go on a hike just don't get murdered by your high school friends yeah you know what i'm saying don't get murdered. That's a good... Specifically by your high school friends. I mean, get murdered. That's by your fun. high school friends. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, it's just so nice to, to get out and, like, stretch your legs and be a human again. And be away from yeah. the kind of people a little bit, which was nice, you know? That is nice. Unfortunately, I, I do have to say something about, like, people in general. Uh-oh. Some people just like to invade personal space. And I just don't understand oh, yeah. it. Like, what is it? Are we magnetic as a human species yeah i don't know because i don't think it's anything malicious but it's just like fam i'm about to throw you off this fucking cliff if you don't get away from me 
yo, if I can't ex- fully extend my arm <laughs> right. without touching you, this is a problem. We have the whole outside. It's not like yes. we're like, you know, in a cave or some shit. Even though there was a cave, that was kind of crazy. Um, but yeah. A cave? There was a, I swear to God, there was a cave in at the by the sutro baths. We didn't go inside because we were like, yeah, fuck you definitely that. Don't go in. Yeah, I mean, people were in no. there, but it was just like, nah, I'm good. Oh, that reminds me. I want to. I got to watch that uh, National Geographic documentary about the Thai soccer team. Oh, I watched that. So good. It's, you saw yeah, it? Yeah, it's on Disney. It's it's incredible. Oh, I'm afraid to though, because like it's sad as fuck, and it's also yeah. really incredible though. Like it's 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 really really like it's so intricate. I remember when it actually happened. You know, like when it was like going on in real time, like. I remember like Elon Musk was like tweeting like I'm build a a build a submarine (laughs) and like in my head right I was like okay like maybe he knows something we don't right like I wasn't saying that like he could do it I knew he couldn't do it but like he clearly did not know the situation and like seeing dumb seeing the like documentary you're like wow they were really up against it there was no way that a fucking grifter like him would like <laughs> be able to build yeah, some yeah, shoddy yeah. machinery to get through that shit. Like nothing could have got through that, but the the people that got through, it, which is nuts to me. Look, man, you know how many TikToks I see of like Teslas that are like, oh yeah, look at this paneling, look at the trimming. Yeah, it's terrible. Like this is falling. The waterproofing off. is gone. Yeah, don't buy, don't <laughs> yeah, buy a Tesla. Yeah. Don't buy They're a pieces Tesla. of shit. Don't buy a Tesla. They're a tech company first. Yes, absolutely. Um, Anyway, uh, that's cool. That's actually really, really cool. I'm, I'm glad you got a chance to sort of reconnect in nature. Mm-hmm. I wish uh, we could, I mean, we could kind of do that here. It's, it's been warming up a tiny bit, but it has been getting pretty chilly. Um, but that is, that, is good. That's a, that is a good reminder, even if you can't like necessarily, I don't know, see nature in that sense. Just like go for a walk. Yeah, literally, you know? especially if you live in a, a big city, right? Like it may feel like you can't get out anywhere, but just walk around the block and like it really does help your mentals and just get you away from the desk especially since we're gonna be working back at home pretty soon you know like yeah yeah um but yeah that's good that's good that's that's a great those are some great suggestions um all right let's answer a couple questions yeah. and then let's uh let's wrap this thing up All right, if you have any questions for us, please feel free to throw them into our questions channel in the optional Discord. If you're also in the fanby Discord, you can just throw them into the uh, optional Discord there. I'll, I'll catch them. Um, you can also send them over to podcast.fanbyte.com if you want to write us something. Like I mentioned it in the questions channel, but like if you want to talk about a topic we've discussed, maybe you want to talk about yellow jackets, maybe you want to talk about nature, the woods, caves, elon musk <laughs> just email us at podcast.fanbyte.com you know keep it keep it keep it short it's short and sweet preferably uh but make sure you put an option on the subject line so i can catch it and then also we have our voicemail line uh you can call us over at 424-GAMERZZ that's 424-426-3799 so we can hear those lovely voices on the show um someone in the in the fanbyte discord shout out to uh miyagi ce um who asked us uh, for a, an option to upload audio outside of using the phone. Yeah. And we kind of have a similar a similar critique with our voicemail this week, which, which you know, honestly, I love that feedback. Let us know. Seriously. 
how we can make things easier, how we can hear from you easier. Um, so I'm going to look into that. I'll, I'll have some, op- hopefully I'll have something for you by next week. Cause that's kind of one of my assignments for the week is to, to, to do that. Cause I do love also hearing people call in or leave voicemails for other shows, uh, on, on the fan network. So, um, yeah, we will look into it. So thank you for letting us know because I didn't, I didn't even think about international listeners and people who don't necessarily have, maybe don't, they don't want to use their phone. I don't know. That's totally fair. But, uh, but this week we got a voicemail from longtime supporter, uh, longtime friend of the pod. We got Sam calling in and uh, Sam asks. Hey, this is Sam calling for the optional podcast. And I just want to ask this question. I, I hear these call-in messages every week, and I think the same thing. I think, good Lord, it's 2022 now. Why do the voices on these voicemails sound so bad? I mean, we have wonderful <laughs> digital technology. We should be able to hear the lovely dulcet town sounds of everyone's voice. But uh, voicemails Thanks. still just make voices sound like crap. I don't know what the deal is. It sucks. It's not really a question. I don't really have a question. So just for funsies, um, speaking of phone stuff, what is the best prank phone call you've ever done or received? And, uh, you know, let's share some shenanigans. Okay. So thanks guys. Love you. Bye. Uh, that's first of all, thank you for that very honest feedback. And the proof is in the pudding. You sound like shit. Yeah, you sound like shit, and you're <laughs> right. Uh, there, there's definitely got to be better ways so we can hear everyone's voices yeah. in high quality. But um, yeah, I don't, I, I have one, but it's not, it's not mine because I, I didn't really prank phone call yeah, people. No. Maybe outside of my friends, I, I just didn't find that like I loved like crank yankers back in the right. day when I was young and didn't know what problematic jokes were um, just yet. My my frontal lobe hadn't fully <laughs> developed. Um, but uh, one of my favorites, <laughs> don't be talking trash, it's Saturday. <laughs> um, one of my favorites is is a, a joke that was played on one of my friends, one of our friends. Uh, shout out to Ron, Ron the Don I don't know if I in, in, in Texas, who uh, used to work at a radio shack way back in the day. And our good friend and brother, uh, Suhel, I, I think it was Suhel, gave him a call, or it was, it was John, or one of our, one of our many brothers that we have that we grew up with uh called up and was like they knew it was ron obviously they were calling to like prank ron in particular and were calling as a customer who was trying to find very frustratedly uh the god i'm blanking on the name from back to the future the flux Flux capacitor capacitor. (laughs) no (laughs) they couldn't find it on the site they were looking for a flux capacitor and they had our guy ron who I guess had lived life until then, <laughs> never having seen Back to the Future, which is honestly kind of impressive and, and kind of cool. Uh, so he was furiously looking through the inventory. He kept going back and forth to the back room. When we originally found, heard that story, I thought it was like the funniest <laughs> shit I'd ever heard. Um, that's pretty good. So yeah, that's not mine, but do you, do you have anything? I don't have a, a prank call. But I do remember we did a prank on a pizza guy once, me, you, and Manny. Oh, my God. And it's, like, something I think about quite often, actually. Like, not all the time, but, like, just <laughs> every once in a while, like, usually around, like, the, the holidays and some shit. Like, I'll just think of it. And uh, yeah, so one yeah. time, like, me, we were all at Paul's house. Like, it was just me, Paul, and Manny. And this we were young. We were, I think we were still in high school. And, uh, yeah, like, so we, we like, 
got hungry. We were like, let's order a pizza. And this is when you had to like call the pizza spot, whatever. So we called, got the pizza. The guy comes and, <laughs> you know, comes to the door. But before he got there, we were like concocting this plan to like freak this dude out. <laughs> and we, uh, I guess it was, was it your toy or was it Manny's toy? It was Manny's. It was definitely Manny's. Manny had this fucking chicken that you can like squeeze. It's like a rubber chicken <laughs> oh, that you God. can squeeze and it'll like, it'll do like a chicken noise. But if you squeeze it in a certain way, it sounds like a scream, like a baby scream. <laughs> And it sounded it horrifying. sounded horrifying like if it, it sounded like really far away but also like really loud um this is a horrible scream so we were able to like manipulate the chicken to make it sound like that all the time anyway so the guy yeah. gets there and we were like two of us were like upstairs and somebody went down the, to to get the pizza and we were just acting like we were beating somebody brutally <laughs> upstairs and the thing was screaming and we was like shut the fuck up <laughs> like, and yeah, the guy was yeah, like yeah. clearly freaked out like what the fuck is going on in this house and we're just like trying to hold it in and like just giggling like little girls and like it's just it was one of my favorite moments like thinking back like it was truly funny at that time like it was dumb yeah. obviously but man no it was a good it, it was a good it one. was a good one it was a good one. Yeah, and relatively like the, harmless. Like, relatively harmless. At the peak of the screaming, <laughs> the the shrieking was when like he had handed me the pizza box. It was like in my hands. I was like, uh, "Those are just my friends." And, uh, and then he just he didn't care. He just walked off like, "Fuck this! I don't even want to know." I don't want to know what's going on upstairs. What kind of perverted shit yeah. y'all are doing right now? Oh my god! Oh, by the way, um, we should I should say uh, Manny, our friend, is like a like a full on like content oh yeah no it's good shit too yeah good shit go to uh, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes but go to solo.to slash eman neris um again i'll have the link in the show notes but if you want like some kind of wholesome if you want just wholesome video game reactions and stuff go check out his stuff yeah he's on he's on everything's on tiktok god we just had this whole rant about social media maybe maybe i need to call I mean, and be pl- like, plug the homies though Manny, go to the woods. <laughs> go to the woods. Uh, no, shout go out to Manny. He's, 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 everything looks so clean. and It really does. He's like very uh, welcoming. Like he's very like warm to like, he's just nice to look at. He's a really good looking dude. Um, yeah. You know, he, he's just. You may have seen him on a billboard. Oh, absolutely. You have absolutely seen him in your college brochure <laughs> at some point. I swear <laughs> to God. Like, he's one of those. Be- or like a bank. Yeah, ad or whatever. He, you've he's, seen him. He, yeah, yeah, he used to be everywhere back in the day. Yeah, he, he's one of our friends. Like, Steven's also another one that I, I always think about. Like, man, imagine if we had Twitch when we were like teenagers. Oh, yeah, it would have been like, a wrap. They would have been superstars. Yeah, seriously. Um, well, but Manny, Manny's doing it. So go, go check out his stuff. Anyway, uh, our second question this week is from Erisic Lowlander, who asks, My approach to character customization in games has changed a lot over the years, from trying to recreate myself to other fictional characters to what I think looks dope to role-playing a character very different from myself. What are your approaches when a game lets you customize your character? Cam? Um, since I had to do this recently, so it ah, it, it depends, but... Uh, so, most of the characters are have a little bit, bit of me in them. Like, I, I usually don't stray too far, but the main thing I do is that I uh, make it a girl or a woman. Um, I like to play as female characters, and that's just pretty much where I go. 
um, except for Mass Effect for some reason. And I don't know if I can't disconnect the the romantic aspects of it. So like I can't. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's probably where it comes from. I never really thought about it until just now. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for making it. Really yeah, I never really it. thought about that. And maybe I need to work <laughs> on that within myself. But uh, that's, yeah, that, that actually, yeah, that's probably like why. Um, because there are, t- actually, I don't know. Because I've played other things where I've had romantic choices that I used my female character. Um, so I don't know. But maybe I need to talk about that in therapy. But yeah, yeah, yeah I usually um <laughs> I usually make my characters pretty tall like me, black like me if they have that option. Um and yeah, I do put a little bit of myself in there. And Mass Effect I try to make it look kind of like a uh, a version of myself like how I think I would look, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, I this What's up? No, no, I was going to say, it's pretty hard to, like, make yourself in a game. Like, I could probably make you in a game better than I can make myself, which is kind of weird. Oh, yeah. I used to make, like, exact replicas of myself in FIFA just because I thought it was funny to just see yeah. my stupid ass running around with, like, <laughs> Lionel Messi and shit. But, um, <laughs> but I actually had a really good Viewpoints episode way back when with Gita and Steven when I was at Kotaku where we talked about this exact topic mm-hmm. of, like, you know, what do you do when you're and we talked a lot about obviously like the the very limited selections there are for folks of color and mm-hmm. obviously for lgbtq plus folks and stuff and that's that's getting better here and there but i used to kind of be of the the frame of mind of like i'm putting me into this character because i'm usually not a hero in that way right i'm usually not the guy who saves the day right. like in mass effect or something so i'm going to try to make them look somewhat like me Nowadays, I find myself not doing that, and I, I kind of take a page from your book, and I go like, "Let me let me play as like a woman this mm-hmm. time, and let me play." So for Forza recently, which is not a great character custom creator system, um, it's very limited. In fact, some of the models are like based on like real people, which makes me feel weird. But I don't know who's who, but I don't question it that much. But in Forza's case, I was like, "What if I like?" built out this like fictional lore and in in, in Forza it's easy because there really isn't much beyond very basic interactions that are just basically quest givers in that game you don't really establish any real relationships or whatever so I figured like oh let me just make like what my daughter would be if she was to become like a sick motorsport pervert like me but actually had the talent for it um so I did that version of uh, of myself or like my daughter in in Forza, which I think is funny. And I also <laughs> named the nickname I chose for her was Polly, P O L L Y, which was kind of which was kind of a nice little cute touch. But um, yeah, nowadays I find myself wanting to create other characters if if, if given the option yeah. because I'm like, well, I don't. I, I this is going to be like this is a chance for me to really like flesh out another person and like much like my, you know, fucking film school screenwriting classes where I remember every time we, we I had a teacher who taught us every time you make a character you got to give me their whole life story up until this where the story takes place so they have to have like right you know past experiences and whatever whatever just to kind of really give them a well-rounded you know three-dimensional vibe so it is kind of fun to do that just kind of dig back into those creative parts of my brain and and even if it like doesn't necessarily come out in the game i have some sort of weird reasoning for them for this fictional character i created so all that to say i i customize lots of different versions of di- like different races different 
you know, whatever. Like I just, whatever I'm feeling at the time, I'm just like, yeah, let's just try. Let's do it. You know, yeah. it's like, it's more fun that way. Um, all right. And our last question comes from uh, Goose. Is it Goose? I think it's Goose. Or is it Gus? G-U. It's like the U with the umlaut and then the S. Goose. Goose. Um, asks, uh, what game has the best food? Um, I had to think back on this, but I'd never finished this game. But my favorite parts of this game were buying the food and creating the meals. And it was uh, Final Fantasy XV. Uh, oh, that was that yeah. open world one. I don't know if you played that at all, but uh, where you like the boy band. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 on a road trip. The food looked really cool in that game, and it, it always felt um, like that was the best moment when you were like camping and stuff, and you had the like different recipes, and you're like, let me make a fucking tofu thing or whatever um, they had, whatever they called it in the Final Fantasy world. Um, they just looked really nice, and they had a little jiggle to them, which was nice. Oh. Yeah, so like you can move like the, the the food around and see like the little jiggle and it's like really cool. See, that's good jiggle physics. Yeah, I love the jizzle, jizzle physics. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, we've got our episode name jizzle physics for the week. Jizzle physics. <laughs> I love jizzle the physics. jizzle physics. Jizzle physics. <laughs> um, yeah, mine probably is uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Ooh. That's fucking good. Because it'll be like, here's yeah. a dragon tail. And I'm like, fuck, fuck. that looks delicious. <laughs> yeah. And especially like that, um, like the 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 animation of them fixing it. Just, le- yeah. Yeah, it's just so well done. That's a good one. So well done. Yakuza also has like, I mean, you don't really necessarily see the food, but you can choose from like, I'm assuming real photos of the food, yeah. uh, which is nice. Because sometimes, you know, it's cool if a game reminds me of, a, a, a place I've been to, yeah. you know, like I've, I've, I'm fortunate enough to have like memories of places like that. So it, it is very like, I don't know. It makes me feel like I'm in the space, which is cool. Damn, I gotta get something to eat. Um, I know I gotta fucking eat. Thinking now. about God, all the food jizzle physics, and I can't. <laughs> all the jizzle physics. <laughs> um, all right, before we uh, bring this thing home, Cam, where can the people find you on or not? Or, yeah, I mean, no, nah, you can always find me. I might not get back to you for a while, but yeah, we um, follow me on uh, Twitter if you'd like. Um, at Cappy Can't Lose. And that's it. Nice. What about you? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Polymayo. Um, you know where I tweet maybe once every few days. Although lately it's been a lot because I don't know. I'm getting very excited about cars. Yo, and I hope that I don't know if that was a joke tweet that you posted recently. Oh, it's not a okay. joke. Okay, all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to not a I'll joke. put my energy into that then. Nice. Listen, I'm just saying a lot of not a lot of folks, like three people have reached out and been like when is when are you going to make a like a motorsport podcast or and listen, it's on the way. Hey, I'm working on go. something. I got something brewing. Uh and if you want to find out more again, I'm on Twitter at polymyos, p o l i m as in mario a y o. Thank you for listening this week. If you have any questions or comments like we said earlier, uh, email them yeah podcastfanbyte.com put optional in the subject line so we can find them uh, we would love to hear from you you can also send us questions in our discord or in the fanbyte discord you know where to you know where to find that links in the show notes we're also on pretty much every podcast catcher out there and 
if you want to support the show, if you want to show us some love, we have had people giving us ratings and reviews, which we are eternally grateful for. Um, please do that because you know at, at the moment the, the podcast is is free. It's it's going to remain free, and and uh, you know there's not a lot of ways to necessarily like support us in that sense. But this is a very real, direct way that you can you can support yeah. us. So if you could really. Uh, leave us a review that would that would mean the world to us and spotify just uh unveiled like a, a rating feature on on there so if you can rate us on there if you happen to listen to us on spotify whatever you listen to us on uh leave us a rating and review but if it's apple podcast we'd really appreciate it five stars um five words five stars five words minimum and uh as always we are at the optional nyc on twitter you can find fanby over at fanby media you can find the rest of the podcast that me and Jordan Mallory produce over at fanbyte.com slash podcasts or podcastnet.work. And uh, yeah, we're on twitch.tv slash fanbyte. Of course, fanbyte.com for guides, news, and more. So until next time, everyone. Peace. Peace. Peace.